Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Speed City with John Massengill, Les Kaiser, and Jonathan Green. It's the fastest hour on the radio. Speed City. Good evening, gearheads. Welcome to Speed City. Live from Austin, Texas. Yeah. We're in two short weeks. The Formula One Grand Prix will be here in our backyard. Hey, and I've already heard weather reports are looking good for that time frame. You know, I heard those weather reports. This John Massengale, that was Les Kaiser, you heard. Those yeah. weather reports, it is a little early for any sort of weather. I know we're all excited, and I want to believe that a 14-day forecast could be possibly be true. But uh, but I'll join your enthusiasm and say yes. Hey, I'll tell you what. Today was beautiful. I uh, took off through the hills, played around out to the hill country west of Austin. Gorgeous day to be out there. Oh, on the, out in uh, the hill country. On the hills and curves of some of these roads. Well, speaking of good weather, I think Mr. Green is on the line, and he's out in California where uh, I think they... I hear it never rains. They patented good weather out there. Mr. Green, how's it going, man? 345 days of sunlight here, no rain. <laughs> Well, it was gorgeous. It's been gorgeous for about a week here in Austin. Uh, obviously, we hope that would continue for about two more weeks to uh, to welcome all the Europeans and everybody from around the globe to come to Austin for Formula One. We are so excited, Jonathan. I, I know that you were out there doing Global Rallycross, but we are all Formula One all day here. Yeah, a lot of people talking about it over in California, of course. Uh, I had got, uh, Connor, Daly on the, Connor Daly on the show. Uh, Townsend Bell was there also doing the Global Rally Cross. So a lot of people interested in what's going on in Austin and Formula One because they've got vested interest. So, yeah, uh, I think all roads lead to Austin. Well, we're going to spend a lot of today's show talking about Austin. And uh, we're going to give away some Formula One tickets, too. So you stay tuned for that. And uh, we're going to have an interview with Inga Strecka. So we're going to have a full show of Formula One. We're going to talk about the Japanese Grand Prix here in just a minute. But, you know, Jonathan, we got to ask you about uh, the Global Rallycross. If you were there calling it this weekend, I've got to hear about Tanner Faust and the boys out there. Well, um, it was great. Great weekend. A fantastic location. And you're right, the sun was shining most of the weekend. Um, but it came down to a battle, uh, as we expected, between Scott Speed and Tanner Faust. Tanner Faust leading the championship. Uh, Scott Speed, probably the most consistent of the two, both of them driving as teammates for Andretti Autosport. And in fact, Michael Andretti was there on site, um, ready to cheer him on. And it went down to the wire. Um, basically, it was a double header. Scott Speed won the first one, was followed home by Tanner Faust. Um, and then in the end today, uh, in fact, it was Brian Deegan, the uh, the former uh, Supercrosser and X Games uh, 
star who finally got a win for Chip Ganassi Racing, but Scott Speed took home the championship. So Scott Speed is, again, back-to-back winner of the Red Bull Global Rallycross. Well, that's always so much fun. I know we saw it here in Austin at X Games, and I know you've been doing a bunch of those, so that's really fun. I'm, I'm glad you got to do that. Um, I definitely want to jump into Austin here, Jonathan, because you know the, the city is actually really buzzing about this right now. I know we just finished up ACL here, but I know that we've been getting a lot of pings on social media about everything from how our ticket sales and what kind of you know what's the are the parties and all the different things that happen, of course. And we're getting all of that. And I think I, it feels stronger than the last year or two. And I don't know, maybe it's just fifth year. Maybe it's uh, Haas F1. We've got an American team. Whether it's Taylor Swift, I know that that's had a huge impact on ticket sales. But I don't know about you, Les, but it just the buzz, you can feel it here in Austin. It, there's definitely a lot of things. And I will say absolutely for sure, Taylor Swift coming is, is a part of the buzz. But uh, I got to say, there is a, a sizable quantity that are into Gene Haas's, you know, adventure here. And oh man, it to me it was just fantastic. In that uh, this thing has taken off; it's got its own feet. Things are moving forward, and we have just seen them come around. And now they're showing. And then, uh, you know, wait till you guys hear what Grosjean said today. I know, I know. We're, we're going to talk a lot about the Japanese Japanese Grand Prix here in a minute because I went into depth, in depth with that with Inga because we just recorded a segment with Inga, Inga Strecka over in Europe because she's gone to bed. But we, uh, we recorded a segment and talked all about it because there was a lot of, I mean, obviously Haas F1 doing so good, but... Uh, but more about Austin, the, uh, one of the other big things that is uh, – I know that ticket sales are going w- very well because they've sold out of parking, at, at least in uh, a couple of sections. Oh, yeah. And I know that some of the grandstand sections uh, are getting thin. I, I know you can still get plenty of good seats, and I know you can st- get, still get some parking as well. But I, I just like it's a good sign. I, just, I, I feel like we uh, – And, of last course, you can win them from Speed City. That's right. Later today, you, uh, tonight, you can on the show, you can win tickets. But I just – Feel like it's it, we're due, and what about you, Jonathan? I mean, it's it after last year. It's it's got to be. Uh, I mean, we, after last year's rain debacle, we're, I'm, I'm excited this year. Yeah, and and to be honest, uh, let's just kind of right the ship a little bit because um, it was a rain debacle. But I thought the Circuit of the Americas did a brilliant job last year, given the circumstances of, of, of promising people what they did this year, but also on getting the show on the road and getting a good Grand Prix on last year for Lewis to win that win the championship. I mean, you know, I mean, it, it was a lot of rain, but we got through it and we did it. I thought it was handled brilliantly. I don't expect the same this year, but you're right. There's a new buzz, and I think the, the buzz is good. I think Taylor Swift has been the catalyst to start with. I think Hass's form, especially this weekend, but throughout the year, has been awesome. And I think, you know, I also think, in my opinion, um, the announcement of Liberty Media getting involved in Formula One and being a sort of controlling interest has also uh, kind of added to a bit of the spice this year. I think that's a good way to put it. I don't know how much of the buzz that might have affected or it actually may make anybody, you know, make a decision to come to the race. But it's added some spice, absolutely. The fact that a U.S. company is now the big investor in Formula One. So, heck yeah, man. We got a lot of reasons to be excited about a Formula One race in Austin. Yeah, no question about it. And, I mean, I know that the championship is, is looking 
as though uh, it's going uh, to Germany. <laughs> um, but yeah. um, that said, um, you know, it's not over by any means. And uh, Austin's one of those places. And, and also, the remaining Grand Prix are always uh, places where things can happen. Uh, I've, you know, like I said, I predicted that Red Bull will go extremely well here in Austin. And I also think that uh, with the races coming up left in the cha- championship, they suit Lewis. And I think... Uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be. It's going to be tight. Um, it's not going to be over in Austin like it was last year, but I think it will be tight. I totally agree. You know, we're up. To, we're up to thirty-three point spread between Nico and Lewis. But uh, honestly, I, I'm loving seeing uh, Daniel Ricardo back there. He's at two twelve points right now. Now, you know, I'm not sure he's going to be able to get anywhere near Lewis, but uh, it's totally not over. So the battle is on. Daniel is. Uh, Daniel's one of the nicest guys in the paddock and he absolutely loves austin remember last year he got into the the weird mode and did his funny beard shave and had a an interesting uh, facial hair configuration last year so that was uh that was something i'm let's, always let's, excited to see those guys let's play that daniel ricardo clip because uh we'll pull this pull this from nbc today because he was talking all about austin this is a really good clip from daniel Austin X, looking forward to barbecue? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm officially dieting from today. Uh, the next seven days, I'm going to evaporate. And then uh, in Austin, not only will I drive fast, but I'll be uh, enjoying plenty of barbecue and, and live music. So looking forward to that. I'm sure we'll have a good car there. And I think today was just a bit one of those races, but uh, not, not too down. I think we'll come back strong. Yeah, yeah, there you go. He loves Austin, folks, and he does get out and explore. You know, here's one thing I'll tell you. Talking to these guys, there's a routine that they do at each of these races. They like to get in about Tuesday or Wednesday and kind of acclimate environmentally to the location. But, uh, you know, Daniel Ricardo likes to get out and explore the area. So uh, get here early and keep your eyes open. Yeah, that's good Sounds like like you better visit barbecue, maybe. (laughs) Once or twice a day. <laughs> That's a good point. And I know, Jonathan, you've been around Formula One for so long. Uh, that, that's a, a big part of everybody's routine is to get in early. Yeah, it is, especially when you're traveling. I mean, you know, they've been on the road, Malaysia, Japan. Uh, and I heard Rosberg saying, you know, just happy to go home tonight. Um, and so they'll all be making their way back to their sort of mostly European bases. Um, but because of that, uh, they then have to do another big uh, um, clock change, and I, 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 for one, know exactly what that's like. So, yeah, the earlier the better. Um, and so, yeah, I'll, I expect to see some of them coming Monday, Tuesday, getting themselves onto Austin time. Um, but also, I think what I think the real reason that people love Austin so much as a Formula One venue, uh, and like I said, I've been to most of them, um, is, is, is how close it is to the city. Um, a lot of times, like Hungary and, uh, and places, I mean, unless you're in a city like Melbourne, I mean, I, I would equate Austin to, 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 to like the Australian Grand Prix in Melbourne because Melbourne's right in the city. It's in a park. But Austin's like five minutes from the airport and, you know, very close to the city, um, and, you know, 20 minutes and you're there. And so you, there's a vibe, there's a buzz. It's when it takes over a town like that. Some, some, because of the land required for Formula One in some of the other big cities, um, it's hard to get the buzz. So Singapore, Australia, uh, Canada, and now Austin, I think, uh, kind of create that buzz. And that's why everybody gets excited about it. But, it's, you know, to me, it's fun to hear what they do. And, you know, the places that they go explore and uh, oh yeah, it's you cool. know, around 
around the area. We stumbled into Nico Rosberg a couple of years ago, and he was just walking down the street downtown, and nobody recognized him. It was it was definitely dark, but nobody recognized him. He obviously jumped over and got in a Mercedes and took off. <laughs> it was pretty cool. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we going we're going to go ahead and take a break right now, and when we come back, we're going to have that segment with Inga, and uh, we're going to continue to to talk about the ways to win some tickets tonight. So stay tuned tonight. Listen to Speed City live from Austin, Texas. Back after these messages. Precision Camera and Video is the largest camera store in Texas with over 10,000 square feet and packed with all the latest manufacturer offerings. Founded in 1976 and still owned and operated by its founders Jerry and Rosemary Sullivan, Precision Camera is committed to the finest customer experience. With hand-picked products and on-hand experts, you won't find a more helpful, knowledgeable and accommodating sales staff for quality service. Come see for yourself Precision Camera and Video, 2438 West Anderson Lane. As a rider, you know what you like. The power, the feel, the ride. When it comes to gear, you know it keeps you safe. Ducati Austin provides riders with the finest in Dan Easy leathers, the best the market offers. Visit Ducati Austin on Breaker Lane just east of I-35 and throw your leg over the most iconic sports bike ever built. Ducati. Even take it for a test ride or see what's been described as art on wheels from MV Augusta. You know what you like. See it at Ducati Austin. Online at MotoAustin.com. The racetrack, it's where legends are born Where only the finest machines earn their reputation for innovation and dominance Such are the nameplates you'll find at Aston Martin of Austin Lotus of Austin, Bentley Austin and Rolls-Royce Motorcars Austin exotic, iconic automobiles Whose racing heritage turns everyday driving into an inspiring journey Because you're never just along for the ride Highway 183 north of McNeil Road When news happens, it happens here. Talk 1370, the right choice. I'm Cameron Bobier. I ride for Monster Energy Graves Yamaha, and this is Speed City. Sounded Cameron Bobier sounded a little uh, sleepy just there, Jonathan. Where were you guys when you got that one? Do you remember? I think I think we lost. I think we lost Jonathan Green. Yeah. You know, Go ahead, Les. I'm sorry. I, no, I was going to say I have a feeling that's at the end of the day after the podium after everything. He's probably just wore out because Cameron is pretty uh, pretty smunky usually. So yeah, yeah. I just got to imagine he was just wore out. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, great. And here comes. Jonathan Green excitement <laughs> coming at me with a microphone. That's a really good point. <laughs> All right. Well, so we lost Jonathan. We'll get him back in a second. But let's go ahead and play this segment with Inga Strecka because uh, obviously with her experience, her decades in Formula One, uh, she always has a great perspective. And she uh, she gets, she brings up some things that we hadn't thought about. In fact, a little rumor about um, about some of the technical issues that went on today. So let's hear this, uh-huh. this segment from Inga Strecka. Inga Strecka, how are you today? 
Hi, how are you doing? I'm not sure if I can say konnichiwa for Japanese or guten Abend aus Deutschland. It's a bit cosmopolitan again. Yeah, that's right. Japanese Grand Prix, though, it's always such an exciting race. I love the culture, the hats. It's really, besides the race and the racetrack, it's, it's really a fun race to watch. Oh, they're the most amazing fans there. Unbelievable. I've had, I have some friends there who um, also like um, take care of the fans with their special wishes. They're very particular. Like if they want like, like a program signed, it cannot have this tiniest little crinkle to it. It has to be immaculate. And so the same way they are with the, the hats they build. They, they were like hats with the McLaren rear wing with a fully functioning DRS system. I saw when that. you pulled on a string. I saw that. That was amazing to see the DRS flaps opening up. I thought that's really cool. Leave it to the Japanese. But let's jump right in. A, obviously a fantastic day for Rosberg. Very interesting day. And an interesting weekend for Hamilton. But uh, and and of course Haas F one, I love the momentum momentum they're they're gaining right now. It looks great. But but uh, let's talk about Rosberg first. Obviously he uh, he won today and, and cl- increased his lead by ten points. It's looking pretty good for him. Ah, it's 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 very good for him. And uh, and um, Rosberg is really strong. Like you see him, his body language, the way he acts is like you can tell he's like really full of self confidence. He's actually also relaxed. He's not tense. He's he's in a really good mood. It, I would say he's surfing the wave. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I saw the replay of last year right after here in Austin, right after Hamilton won the championship. And when uh, when Rosberg threw his hat at at uh, at Lewis Hamilton after that, and he's come full circle because he does look confident. He doesn't, uh, and maybe maybe that's what it was. Inga. Maybe he just uh, was mad, and it took a little of that because it seems like since Austin, you know, he finished last year strong and has had a great year this year. Everybody's just saying Rosberg threw it, but Hamilton tossed it first. Yeah, he did. He tossed it. I took that as here's your hat. I know you're not talking to me. But, you know, it could have been a little either way. He wasn't talking either. You're He's right. just throwing the hat. Like, why do that? Well, so obviously Rosberg looks strong. And what about Hamilton's start? Uh, you know, he was saying in an interview on NBC afterwards, talking about how he had a lot of wheel spin. But the NBC commentators, and I was trying to go back and listen to it. I don't know if I heard a bunch of engine spinning as more as I heard engine bog. Well, it was quite interesting because um, Lewis said on the radio pretty much shortly after that, um, sorry, guys. Uh, Toto Wolf actually said in, in TV interviews on, on Austrian TV, I think, he said, um, well, it was actually the clutch and there was something with the clutch. So he was actually blaming technology, the car, and not Hamilton, which was really interesting. Ah, that, I had not heard that yet. That's very interesting because it was obvious. I mean, six cars just blew right past him. It was obviously either wheel spin or, or engine bog, you know, the way he launched it, but it was not good, and I hadn't heard that technology part of it. But, but you know, this is how many times this season have we seen this with Lewis Hamilton get a really bad start? All in all, I mean, you look at these guys, um, and and they practice for hours, they train, they do everything, and it's all down to those few fractions of a second that make the start, whether win or lose. It's amazing that little of time. I mean, Nico Rosberg actually has had his gloves modified, especially the don't lie, the middle finger, which is holding the clutch. The clutch. So um, he has over the whole season 
worked on that glove to perfectionist his start and I've been watching um, some of the TV broadcasts and uh, my, the guys from RTL my colleagues said that Hamilton actually looked at that glove and said he wants something like that too uh, I bet he did after today especially but yeah I, you, but <laughs> you're sure right that was all down to the glove, glove <laughs> well yeah uh, but yeah it was uh, it was amazing to see just I can't believe so many people blew past him and of course I you expected him to come back and he did uh, but obviously he's Max Verstappen good for, he's always good for a good fight he makes really good action I, I, you know it's yeah. perfect for the fans there he really makes a good race well obviously Max Verstappen uh, ran a good race and again once again competitive and, and what do you think about the move towards the end of the race there where Hamilton had to go wide it looked like Verstappen moved a little bit yeah, he did. It's the first. I think we should label it the first up and move or the max move. We, we cannot blame his dad for it, can we? But yeah. um, um, Alex Wards, I, I really rate Alex very highly because he's good at analyzing. He's still a racing driver, so he's really into it. And he said, well, you know, yes, Max can go and stand there and say, well, the stewards didn't blame me, so I'm fine. But, and, and, and that's, I think, down to the point. He said, there is like an agreement that you do not move under braking and Max is consequently doing it again and again and again and it will lead to if that doesn't get punished it will lead to other drivers doing that as well and then it gets dangerous well, because again, at the moment it's just him yeah. and or mainly him and nothing really happens because the other one you know moves out the way like Lewis did he had to go to the the off, off road and, and you know yeah. lost the chance to come in second well you know the NBC commentators were saying the same thing, except the, the point that they made is, if they're not going to penalize him for it, if I'm him, why, why would I stop doing it? Well, there's such a thing as a gentleman's agreement. Now, of course, I'm not in the driver's briefings. I don't know what these guys agree on or what they talk about, but Alex Wood said that it has been talked about, and the others are uh. not very happy about. And Mercedes did file a complaint, they did file a protest, um, and then they withdrew it, because both drivers would have had to be heard and both drivers had already left the track to fly home so um the team decided to withdraw the protest because they didn't want it to be decided next week yeah well one of the other big stories i want to get your take on is the haas f1 team uh we were talking about this it's it was the first time that they ever had two drivers in the, the top 10 of qualifying and yeah. everybody here had such high hopes there was people staying up late to watch the race all over the united states i saw a bunch on twitter it was a pretty disappointing day although again with grosjean finishing 11th and just barely outside the points. I think it was just about a second or maybe even under a second. Uh, but it was pretty disappointing. But, but what's your take on where Haas is right now? Well, they, they are struggling with the brakes from what I gathered from practice. Grosjean was con continuously saying the brakes are not working, the brakes are not working. And on a track as Suzuka is, especially with at the start of the race, damp spots on the track, you do not want to be messing with your brakes. So that may, be, may have been one, one reason. But on the other hand, you know, I think for, for a new team, for they, they're doing brilliant. Both cars qualify top 10, and there are, there are other teams who are dreaming of it. If you look at them in the in the championship, 28 points a total. Renault been around for longer, only eight yeah. points. Men are one point, and the poor Sauber guys still zero points. Well, 
that leads to my next question, and that is, I want I want you to talk about the buzz of Circuit of the Americas this year, especially with the the interesting Liberty Media purchase, and of course with Haas F1 doing so well, having they're coming home in front of their home crowd, hoping for points, and of course the Liberty Media side. What do you think? Well, it's going to be really interesting. And I mean, yes, the, of course, the whole interest, Formula One, USA, and, you know, that is all, it, it, it's all in the talks. Everybody's continuously talking about it. And um, I, well, maybe, you know, maybe um, Suzuka was pr- just practice for them to qualify top 10. They do it again in Austin. And then um, they hopefully score points. I mean, there's just nothing better than, than, you know, doing well in front of your home crowd. And I know, especially with Gutierrez, I'm pretty sure he will have, a huge Mexican crowd coming up there as well, right? Uh, he always has. It maybe not as big now that they have their own race, but it's it's always a big Mexican crowd. And and you know, they, Grosjean finished eleventh, right? Well, this was the seventh yep. seventh time as a team they finished eleventh. And I know that Gutierrez. I believe it was five of those seven times where he's finished 11th. It was, it's crazy how many times he's finished just outside the points. So obviously, if we can get, if we got both of those drivers in the points in Austin, I think the place would just explode. Um, I, I pretty much agree. So, I mean, you see how, how the Tifosi are doing for Ferrari in Monza. Well, that's a long, long, long tradition. But you guys have a long racing tradition. I remember uh, doing many races in IndyCar, well, Champ Car, as it was called at the time. And, and the crowds can be so enthusiastic. They can be so great. And, I, you know, I really hope it's going to be like that in two weeks' time. Well, you know what? There's a bunch of good signs for that, Inga, because we have been getting tons of requests on social media about what's going on, what all, you know, how are ticket sales, and it looks like I mean, apparently they've sold out of parking. And some of the sections are selling out. So there is huge demand. Obviously, some of that demand being driven by Taylor Swift. But I I think, you know, I think that just the fact that it's another year here in Austin and people are getting this is their, their, you know, their their trek, their annual trek. Everybody's making their schedules. We've got an American team now. I I just think that it's uh, I think we have a lot of momentum. I think it's going to be a a fantastic year. I I couldn't agree more. Inga Strecka, thank you so much for coming on Speed City. We love having you on, and uh, we appreciate all your input, and uh, and we will talk to you soon. Uh, thank you very much. Clutch yeah. problems. Clutch problems. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think there's there's must be some of it. You know, we had somebody tweet at us earlier and were saying, how can somebody like Lewis Hamilton uh, not get it right? You know, you how know, can someone with his talent still have problems? And, and I think it's it's probably... There's probably some of the Mercedes at fault there. All right. So I'm going to take that as my homework this year. I'm going to go up and ask them to show me the sequence of events because, you know, they've talked about this. And it's not as simple as, you know, stab your foot to the ground for the clutch. And they talk about dialing in the tension on the clutch. They talk about different pieces that are all dialed in. And there's, you know, six different options for some of them. And it's like, I want to see this. Mm -hmm. And I'll report back. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I want to uh, we're going to take a break now. But when we come back, we're going to hear we've got a clip from Roman Grosjean talking. You know, I've got some some interesting thoughts on him this year. But he's been saying, oh, he's been complaining a lot. I want to I actually want to uh, say the opposite. So I'll have some more thoughts on that. All right. We're going to take a break. Listen to Speed City live from Austin, Texas. We're in two weeks. We have Formula One back after these messages.
racetrack. It's where legends are born. Where only the finest machines earn their reputation for innovation and dominance. Such are the nameplates you'll find at Aston Martin of Austin, Lotus of Austin, Bentley Austin and Rolls-Royce Motorcars. Austin exotic, iconic automobiles whose racing heritage turns everyday driving into an inspiring journey. Because you're never just along for the ride. Highway 183 north of McNeil Road. Precision Camera and Video is the largest camera store in Texas with over 10,000 square feet and packed with all the latest manufacturer offerings. Founded in 1976 and still owned and operated by its founders Jerry and Rosemary Sullivan, Precision Camera is committed to the finest customer experience. With hand-picked products and on-hand experts, you won't find a more helpful, knowledgeable and accommodating sales staff for quality service. Come see for yourself Precision Camera and Video, 2438 West Anderson Lane. Want to drive your car at speed on Circuit of the Americas? Edge Addicts is your source for more Coda events and more Coda track time. Whether you're looking to host your own event or just be a part of the action, Edge Addicts can get you in the driver's seat and racing like a pro. All levels of drivers and all types of cars are welcome, with instructors available for first-time and novice drivers. Life is short, and adventure is around every corner. So plan your high-adrenaline experience with Edge Addicts at edgeaddicts.com. Edge Addicts, it's better when you're driving. As a rider, you know what you like. The power, the feel, the ride. When it comes to gear, you know what keeps you safe. Ducati Austin provides riders with the finest in day and easy leathers. The best the market offers. Visit Ducati Austin on Breaker Lane just east of I-35 and throw your leg over the most iconic sports bike ever built. Ducati. Even take it for a test ride or see what's been described as art on wheels from MV Augusta. You know what you like. See it at Ducati Austin. Online at DucatiAustin.com. Are you a business owner looking to reach more than 90% of the population each week? Did you know that more people get their news and information from radio than any other form of media? Then why not take advantage of the amazing location where advertiser meets audience and advertise with Talk 1370? Here at Talk 1370, we're ready to offer solutions to suit your advertising and marketing needs. Let us introduce your business to our great listeners. Contact Bob at 512-329-6233 and find out why Talk 1370 is the right choice for you. That's 512-329-6233. Thanks for making the right choice. I don't know where I would get the truth if it weren't for you. Talk 13. Hi, this is Elena Myers, number 21, Motor America Superbike Rider for Team 21 Motorsport and McGraw Power Sports Racing. You're listening to Speed City Radio. That's right, Elena Myers. Man, she had a great season, and you know, it, it, to me, it's cool. That's reflective of what we wanted to see around Moto America is riders we didn't know of, you know, coming together. We're on a level playing field. You know, it's not you got the East Riders and the West Riders and the Southern Riders all having their different uh, variation of the rules. So Moto America did that right, and Elena certainly did well. Great to see those guys coming through. They're going to be back in April and uh, already getting excited. You know, I uh, took some, took a fun day away from town today and disconnected and went out through the hill country. And, uh, you know, I know we get international listeners of this a lot, That especially as we lead up to the big races. I'm going to invite you to go out and check out this cool little German town, you know, about an hour and a half or so away from Austin, two hours, called Fredericksburg. Great Texas culture, history, everything there, you know, developed by German immigrants. It was such a cool place. And uh, had to wrap up and go to a place that might be a little more famous. (laughs) Had to stop by Luckenbach for a cold beer and a game of washers and uh, 
listen to some good Texas music being played there. So that's a fun pit stop on your way back. But uh, I came out, back out to the car. Yeah, I was on a car and it, in a car, and it wasn't anything exciting this time. But I came out, and there was this beautiful early 90s Yamaha FZR there. Ooh. had just been completely restored. And uh, as I was standing there checking it out and explaining what it was to one of the guys that was with us, telling him about it. And uh, anyway, he's telling me how excited he was that he was here for MotoGP, and he's coming – I asked him, are you going to F1? He goes, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to spend some time at Lukenbach that weekend, but I'm also going to F1. I'll be there on Sunday and all this kind of stuff. And it was like, that's cool. This yeah. guy was figuring out he's loving what Circuit Americas has brought here and how it's grown in the community of motorsports. We now have met so many people because this track's kind of polarized the motorsports community that didn't necessarily know each other and, and others are now introduced to it. Yeah. And, and that's a good point, is that there's so much to do in Austin. I mean, right out to the hill country that I would imagine there's people that have come every year from outside the United States that haven't done that. It's an amazing Where would you ride. tell them to go check out? Lickenbach and Fredericksburg is what I'll throw out. Well, what's wrong with Bastrop? Nothing's wrong with Bastrop. <laughs> <laughs> just Go get you high a new pair there. of boots out of Bastrop. <laughs> All right. Hey, Mr. Green, do we have you back on the line? Yeah, I'm here. All right, buddy. Well, we lost you a while ago and before Inga, and uh, I want to ask you a couple things real quick. I want to talk about Grosjean in a second, but um, Inga had some good takes on um, on Lewis Hamilton and the clutch. What do you think about you think you think it's Lewis Hamilton? Do you think it's the clutch? What do you think's going on there? Well, I mean, he's been plagued by bad starts all season long, and it's, that's been his Achilles heel. And, 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 you know, you don't win three world titles without being a good starter. And he's had more public, he's, he's, you know, he's gaining on uh, center for pole position. So, it, it, you know, the kid's good. So um, <laughs> I, I do think that there's got to be an element in there, whether, whether and, it, you know, it's individual drivers because Rosberg doesn't seem to be having the same problem off the line. Um, but, uh, so I, yeah, I think that you could apportion a little bit of blame. I think in this particular incident, because of the damn track and because of the way Suzuka is, you know, he lined up quite differently than the rest of the, the field. And, you know, it just didn't work out for him. So I think this is an anomaly, this race. If it happens again in Austin, yeah, I think, uh, what Toto said was, was interesting. And I think there's definitely, uh, something that, that Lewis doesn't like about dropping the clutch. Um, and his starts procedure, whether whether it's Mercedes or himself, they've got to sort it out between them because either way, he's still going for the title and his side of the team want him to win it. Yeah. Well, uh, like you said, we will see here in Austin, but, uh, and look, we got four more races to go. This thing is not over yet. It's 33 points. It's not looking good for Lewis Hamilton to, to repeat. But Nico's obviously in the right spot. Uh, but mathematically, he's definitely not out. But Jonathan, I want to I talk about Roman Grosjean because I'm actually going to go way back. Remember when we were waiting for the announcement of the drivers and we wanted Alexander Rossi. We wanted any any American to be considered. We weren't sure what. And, and when Grosjean was picked, I thought it was a good pick. Uh, and but I'm leading up to the the way that Grosjean's been interacting on the to the team on the radio, and uh, not only on the radio but in the media and other places where he's been critical of the team. But I don't think that 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 this criticism. Uh, he even there was an interview that he did. I believe it was NBC on Practice One or Two. But he talked about where he said I, I'm not you know I'm not critical of the team. 
uh, because I don't think they're doing a good job. My job is to give them feedback. And I think that I want and I like the fact that you've got somebody that's going to be that's not going to hold back that says there's a problem. You've got to fix these breaks. You've got to do this. You've got to fix these problems. And I think that Roman Grosjean has he's obviously proven to be a fantastic driver. Uh, and maybe, you know, the gap between Gutierrez, because Gutierrez is a good driver, too, but he's had a consistent gap all year long. And he's not afraid to give that feedback. And that feedback is vital to help the team succeed. And I think maybe that's that's why they ended up with two drivers. That's part of the reason why they ended up with two drivers in uh, in the top 10 of qualifying in Japan. Yeah, and I mean, there's no question that if you're developing a Formula One team, you cannot have um, uh, a driver that is, is, if you will, uh, intimidated by by driving the. You know, it's 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 like anything. It's like uh, you know, if you're going to take the helm of a ship, if you're going to drive the car when 40 people are behind backing it uh, and there's 500, 500 million uh, investment, you've got to have a confidence and you've got to have an ability to give feedback that says, look, I'm driving this, I'm driving this team right now, uh, and while I'm only a small part in the cog for 90 minutes each Sunday, uh, what I do over those 90 minutes decides whether our fortunes and our success is validated around the world. So I think Grosjean is the mature side of that. I think Gutierrez is still in the making, but you need a driver like Grosjean and a new team, and that's why when you look at world champions like Senna and, and, and Hamilton, they are those kind of guys that, that, that just have the ability to say, this is what I need to make me succeed because I'm good enough to do so. Well, I want to... Uh, I want to, The second half of what I want to talk about with Grosjean is that how excited was he today after the race, even though he didn't get into the points about the progress they've made. In fact, let's hear this clip, and I want to get you guys' take on it. No, I think we uh, we struggled on the first scene with the green truck and the, and the soft, so we had a lot of graining. But then the car was flying, mate. It was, it was really good. I had some good overtaking. I think I've never been as frustrated as today at even the end of a race because I thought we deserved much more. And the, the pace of the car, I was, I was much faster than the Williams. And we just got the life on the hard tire wrong, and we could have pitted early on the last stint. But the pace was you know, amazing. So that's, that's a lot of promise for the future. But it's just so bloody annoying just to, you know, being that close, but I couldn't do anything. And with the brakes all okay today? Because I know you've been struggling for no, still bad. And you're this confident and this happy in the car. Yeah, the brakes are still. Uh, we know what's happening here. They, they, there's not a lot of energy in the brakes. So they're cold and they don't work when they're cold. So I don't get any confidence into it. But honestly, I was, I was. That's one of the best drivers of my career. But just for no points. I bet Austin can't come soon enough. Though team's first home race, and with this much confidence, this much faith in the car, and this much joy. Yeah, it's great. I mean. Yeah, as I say, I'm really, really frustrated from the result, but so optimistic about the updates we've we've brought and the pace we had in the car. Yes, the fence stint was bad, and and we need to we know what we know what we can do for that. But then the two next teams on the on the hard tire were really good. That was Will Buxton asked from NBC asking the questions. But how about that, Jonathan? The best race of my career. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, it's funny. Sometimes when you watch uh, Formula One races, you think that uh, you've seen it all or you think you've understood how the whole field feels. But really, sometimes some of the best races are when you're getting the most out of the car. You're right on the edge and you're not really succeeding anywhere. But like he says, he was judging it from the competition like Williams. And as Inga pointed out, you know, look what they're doing against Sauber and against Renault. 
Um, they are so shooting above their weight. It's, it's unbelievable. So I can understand Grosjean's uh, excitement. I can also understand his frustration because, like you say, there's been quite a lot of times where he has verbally uh, been quite out, uh, you know, outrageous almost in, in his comments to the team. But I think it's healthy. I think it's a good that they're letting him have his head. And I think he's enjoying the fact that the team is surrounding him. And the, tr- the truth of the matter is, best analogy I can give it, you know, it, it, it is a quarterback situation. These guys are the quarterbacks. And if you've got a comfortable quarterback that you can build a team around, that he's confident, that he's got the defense and offense, that he's, he can play his game. Well, it's the same with the driver. You give him that confidence and he'll give you everything you need to be successful. I agree. And you know what? excites me about just the energy you heard of him heard from him doing that is the next race is austin i know that's what that's why i played this because we finally got the shoe on laced up right let's get it yeah bringing all of that enthusiasm and what jonathan just said i think is the key that confidence he's bringing all of that and he's and he's bringing it to confidence at austin and, and if they can get a little tweak on the brakes he, although you heard him say a couple weeks ago it's like these are just parts off the shelf the brakes i'm like well get some get some new Dang parts it. quit shopping at get that place down, get to the other one get on down to AutoZone and get the best <laughs> carbon rotors they got or napa or anybody <laughs> yeah. else that wants to advertise with speed city <laughs> 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 so uh but yeah i mean to me it's amazing because like I said, we've had all this going. We know they've got premium hardware. You know, they got Ferrari behind them, full legit top tier shelf engine right there. Uh, everything that's come in, yeah, they've got the, some data from the previous team, but it really doesn't provide a lot of history on it. But uh, to me, this is coming up to the perfect storm. These guys feel good in the car now. It's right here. This is their home race. You know, whether you're talking about Esteban he's going to have the Mexican family here as well all the fan base here it's his actually closest track to his home even though there is one in Mexico City this is closer to his home oh really I didn't realize that I think it is yeah I think he told me this was the closest one but uh and the other is just the fact that we have seen Roman Grosjean being critical absolutely but I think it's been constructive yeah, that was my whole point. It was a constructive criticism, and and you need it. The team has got to they've got to have that feedback from the drivers. But. Well, let's try to get Gene to check in with us, and I want to hear his excitement now. Yeah. Well, hey, I want to I'm going to pause here because I want to talk about how we're going to give away our tickets tonight. We're going to give away some tickets to the uh, to the race here in Austin, and so we've got a couple of posts out there on social media, one on Facebook and one on Twitter. Um, there's the one on Twitter, which is a, or you can go to the app. That's true. Uh, one on Twitter is just, I, I put up a little poll. It says, how will Haas F1 team do at Coda? Um, Grosjean scores points. Gutierrez scores points or both score points. I, I didn't have any negative in there. <laughs> so just go out and. We're not going to listen to those. Go people. out and like that post. Vote on it and like it. And uh, we're going to choose uh, someone from either there or on Facebook. Go out and comment on the Facebook post. And we're going to choose there. Or you can go to the app and enter to win on the app. Yeah, definitely uh, download the app. We're going to be streaming race week content all week and that weekend. Uh, you also hear our broadcast in North America on that. So uh, definitely check that out. Yeah, that's right. We're just In case you didn't realize it, we are going to be doing play-by-play of the United States Formula 1 Grand Prix right here in Austin. We'll be doing it right here on Talk 1370. And, of course, we'll have a link to that from our app. And uh, it'll also be linked out from the Coda app. So if you're... If you're at the race, tune us in. All right, hey, Mr. John. Yes, sir. 
I got I got to I got to pick up uh, our good buddy Eric Johnson just tweeted out and that made me laugh out loud and it's not often I do that. I'd rather be Lewis Hamilton's clutch maker than Donald Trump's debate prep coach. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get political, but uh, but I'm with you, Eric. That's Come pretty- on, that it's topical. It's not political. <laughs> That's great. That's great, Eric. That means he's probably going to you know tune into the debate here any time now. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're having a debate tonight. I didn't realize that. I don't know. I think it's just a roast. <laughs> it's a roast. <laughs> All right, Mr. Green, I want to ask you something else, too. Um, you know, did you hear uh, that there was a little motorcycle rider that, that drove in a Formula One car recently? Did you hear I about did. this? Of course. That was amazing, well, wasn't it? Really cool, yeah. And it's happened. It's something that um, several uh, riders have done. And, of course, Michael Schumacher has done it the other way. Um, but, um, yeah, it's something that um, a lot of top-class motorcycle riders always have a, a dream to do and also prove to be very adept. Um, uh, in fact, a few years ago, Valentino Rossi was uh, literally inches away from signing a Ferrari contract um, because when he tested Ferrari, he was brilliant. Wow. Jorge Lorenzo was at, at uh, Silverstone testing the Mercedes, and again, we don't get the times, but uh, they were well impressed. But it doesn't really surprise me. I mean, as long as you get over, uh, as long as you, I mean, they're good at taking feedback, they're good at te- listening. And so he was immediately, not up to speed, but he wasn't far off. Evidently, um, I, I believe that the engineers were really, really impressed with it. Uh, and for him, it was a, it was a dream come true, of course. Well, you know, here just a few weeks ago when uh, Kevin Schwantz was in studio with us, he was talking about his race down in Australia where he got in one of the four wheels and, uh, you know, did very well. But I got to say, you know, when I played in the autocrosses and some of the track stuff, the guys that were most competitive in cars, we all had a two-wheel history to us in the dirt. So that I could totally see some of our veteran MotoGP guys, World Superbike. My gosh, let's throw Colin Edwards in something next time he's here and see how he does on a lap and four wheels. No, he can drive. (laughs) I saw him playing in a Lamborghini one time at Coda. He was enjoying it. All right, boys, we're going to take a break. And um, don't forget, check us out on social media and and, uh, like or comment on those posts to win those tickets. And we'll be back after these short messages. Camera and Video is the largest camera store in Texas with over 10,000 square feet and packed with all the latest manufacturer offerings. Founded in 1976 and still owned and operated by its founders Jerry and Rosemary Sullivan, Precision Camera is committed to the finest customer experience. With hand-picked products and on-hand experts, you won't find a more helpful, knowledgeable and accommodating sales staff for quality service. Come see for yourself. Precision Camera and Video, 2438 West Anderson Lane. Racetrack. It's where legends are born. Where only the finest machines earn their reputation for innovation and dominance. Such are the nameplates you'll find at Aston Martin of Austin, Lotus of Austin, Bentley Austin and Rolls-Royce Motorcars. Austin exotic, iconic automobiles whose racing heritage turns everyday driving into an inspiring journey. Because you're never just along for the ride. Highway 183 north of McNeil Road. 
Want to drive your car at speed on Circuit of the Americas? Edge Addicts is your source for more Coda events and more Coda track time. Whether you're looking to host your own event or just be a part of the action, Edge Addicts can get you in the driver's seat and racing like a pro. All levels of drivers and all types of cars are welcome, with instructors available for first-time and novice drivers. Life is short, and adventure is around every corner. So plan your high-adrenaline experience with Edge Addicts at edgeaddicts.com. Edge Addicts, it's better when you're driving. The Dave Ramsey Show, where common sense meets dollars and cents. I don't have anything to do with major national banks, except tell you not to use them. These big, mega banks. Why you would do business with them is beyond me. They can't make a decision. Their service is bad. I mean, they're the airline industry of the banking world. That's what they are. You stand in line to give them your money. It does not make sense to me at all. Weekdays at 11 on Talk 1370. Here, when you need us, Talk 1370 is the right choice. Hi, I'm Will Hardeman, driver of number 19 WPD More Speed Porsche 991 Cup Car, and you're listening to Speed City. I love coming back to Van Halen. And also, what I love also is that you notice everybody who does a little bumper for us there, well, you're listening to Speed City, they yeah. all have uh, track sounds or engine noises or something in the background. Oh, Every yes. one of those is taken in a garage. That's where the action is. <laughs> That's the Who truth. cares? You can sit in a studio and dream about it. <laughs> We're going to go do it and take you with us, folks. Hey, Speed Green. Yes, sir. I got a question for you. I think uh, Les may have texted you since you're out in California, but... You, Les asked me, and he told me, he said what he wanted to do. But what about you? What would you tell people to do when they come to Austin? Because, you know, we got some people listening overseas. We've, yeah. We get a lot of interaction, and they're coming to town. I mean, obviously, they, they know. They, Fredericksburg, we, we're mine. Right. And John's taking her to Bastrop. I uh, think they're in a rope cabs or something. <laughs> but, you know, everybody always says the, the traditional Franklin's barbecue, all the other barbecues, all the other Mexican foods. I'll what? just tell you, folks, there's awesome barbecue everywhere. Don't worry about the big ones you see on the TV. It's true, man. There is a good barbecue place on every corner in Austin. But what about you, Mr. Green? You know what? I still, I, I often say this, but, you know, you know my folks live out in the hill country. And, you know, we're we're, 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 we're a pretty ordinary bunch from Lancashire, you know, in England. And we just, we just marvel at the fact that the hill country is the new Tuscany. It's like Italy. I mean, it really is beautiful out there. Um, rolling hills, wine country, great barbecue. I mean, just Driftwood, Texas alone, where, where Fort Creek Winery, where the Salt Lick is, where Trattoria is. I mean, yeah, and that's 20, 28 miles from, from, it's even closer than Fredericksburg. So I would say go on, go on a wine, and people won't believe me when I say it, go on a wine tasting tour of Texas and oh, some yeah. of the wineries in Texas. There are bus rides that'll take you to all the different wineries and stop and, you know, all those kind of things. Been on those. They're great. Yeah, you don't you have to worry about but, driving, and they know where they're going. But you know what? Two things that also stand out for me, and you guys grew up with this, but as a little boy growing up in England, to see the Alamo just one time, uh, having seen it in the movies, and to see NASA one time, having seen it in the movies. <laughs> Did you see and the basement at the Alamo? Experience and a half. Did you see the basement at the Alamo? I did not see the basement. I heard there was a bicycle in it. I was going to check. <laughs> what What are you talking about? The Pee Wee Herman movie. Oh. Pee Wee Herman goes to the... <laughs> That's there's right. no basement everybody at the Alamo. Hey, Les, thinks, Les thinks everybody lives in his world. <laughs> it was, hey, listen, I got an idea before you go. Yes, sir. 
You know, you remember that Lewis Hamilton was a, was a little bit uh, contrite in the uh, Malaysian press conference. Oh, yeah, yeah, like Inga was talking about. For it. Well, I'm, I'm with Lewis on this, and I've been asked about this, and he was kind of criticized for not being professional. And I say humbug. As a British person, I can say this. Yeah. Formula One is out of date and too British. I say we send Les to do the press conferences and let's get it going. Because <laughs> Les has got the right style. He's a good old boy from Texas. And he's going to get the right questions and the right kind of conversation going. And Lewis loves him. Because last time they spoke, they were talking beef, beef hey. and who, who, what kind of things they like. And furthermore, I will keep order in the media as I have a license to carry. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, did you hear what I said? Liz, question one, you're packing. What's the answer? <laughs> well, I said it to Inga earlier. I was like, when I first went into one of those in 2012, I was like, what is this weird, stodgy, strange experience known as a Formula One press conference? It's just... It is ridiculous. It's really weird is what it is. It just doesn't feel right. Okay, well, so... I didn't agree with Lewis sitting there and being blatantly obvious. He was, yeah. You know, honestly, I think it was disrespectful. But it is overly stodgy. But here's something that happened last year that I disagree with. Lewis started doing Snapchat, and you youngsters know what it is. Explain to the old farts sitting there with you what Snapchat is. <laughs> Lewis was doing Snapchat from the paddock. And got reprimanded because he did not have broadcast rights oh, for Formula One that's management. Insane. That that was insane. Now, when was that? That was last year. Yeah, that's insane. And Liberty, I'm going, no, Liberty this Media is, will fix that. You want a connection to a driver? Yeah. Let him into your, you know, let the audience into his world a little bit. Yeah, Who that, cares what's going on in Paddock? He's not showing mechanical secrets. He's not revealing strategy that nobody else would think of. How many people would like to walk through Paddock? A lot of people. I mean, that's $1,000 a head a day to get to get in there at least. So let these guys do some Snapchat. What do you care? They're gaining attention for a sport that we want to succeed. And, okay, take the soapbox away. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan, this is your packing. All I can say is you're packing. If you go to get into the paddock, you'd better not be packing. <laughs> no, that's right. You cannot carry in the paddock. Uh, Jonathan, this leads right into the Liberty One discussion, uh, Liberty Media discussion, Liberty One. <laughs> they, uh, this is exactly what they talked about fixing. This is the, the, the thing that everybody around the world hopes that they will, sw- that they will fix. Yeah. And, and listen, let, let's get one thing clear. You know, uh, yes, I think Formula One is outdated in a lot of ways. But also, it's the most modern technology and the most successful television sport outside of soccer. And that's, I mean, it's almost impossible to beat that. Um, so let's, you know, let's give them kudos where kudos is fair. Uh, they've done an amazing job in so many ways. But I do agree, there's a lot of antiquated stuff there. And the press conference is one of them. They've got to up the, up the ante. The guys that are, you know, Verstappen's 18 years old. I mean, you know, you've got to get into the modern world. I've just been doing Red Bull. And I mean, you know, the guys at Red Bull would bulk at, at, at doing a press conference because they're, they're, they're you know, they're, they're in the modern world. We're, we're, we're out there posting chats and, and doing stuff and, and giving away Instagram prizes for T-shirts and stuff, you know, right there on the venue. And, and that's, that's the way Red Bull roll. And I think, you know, there's a lot to be learned from what a lot of people else are doing in motorsport. Uh, Formula E, um, you know, WEC, I do think, do a brilliant job of, of, of keeping the balance really well between older drivers and yet keeping the modern perspective. So I just think that uh, Formula One could also take a few leaves out of a few other people's uh, books. 
Yeah, stuff that that's obviously working. I mean, look at NASCAR. NASCAR's done a fantastic job of all of this, embracing social, yeah. getting uh, getting the drivers out there, getting people connected with the drivers. Uh, Formula One could learn a lot from NASCAR, absolutely, because they've they've done a brilliant job of it. Couldn't agree more. And I mean, you know, much maligned as it is for being sort of outdated cars and just ovals and kind of got a, a sort of, I don't know, a hick uh, kind of uh, feel to it, which is unfair, I think, because I, you know, it doesn't matter. It's racing, it's racing. And I think that you're right. I think the way they connect with their audience and they tell a story and they create the drama week in, week out is what's made it so popular. It's the fact that Dale Earnhardt Jr. is out there and you want to support him. And it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, we were talking about Grosjean. I can guarantee you that Grosjean's got his eye on the pie of, of moving on from Formula One when he's about 40 and maybe maybe making it as, a, as the next Montoya in NASCAR. All right. Well, John, you went to the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. I went to Texas World Speedway. I know, Jonathan, you've been. At Texas World Speedway, Texas Motor Speedway, excuse me, dating myself. Yeah. Texas Motor Speedway. Been there, too. You walked through the garage, and they had an aisle down the middle for spectators to, could walk through the garage. They couldn't move over and get near the cars and everything, but it was cool because that at, was so packed. You were Vegas, talking about the... Yeah, at Vegas, they had the, the basically like a balcony. Like a catwalk. Yeah, a catwalk. And you could see... you could They had windows where you could see all down in every garage. It was awesome. It was a, it was a fantastic way to do that. Yeah, think I of that for F1. Yeah, think of that for F1. Jonathan, have you ever seen anything that gave that kind of excess? And we've only no. got about 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do not. And uh, I saw it at Daytona, though. They do it very well with glass glass walls on their garages. I, you know, there's all these ideas are all food for thought and, and stuff that I think that uh, Liberty should be considering. All right, Greeny, we got to go. We got to wrap it up. Go get your tickets. CircuitoftheAmericas.com if you haven't bought them. Download the Speed City app. Join us all week. Yeah, that's right. All right. Thanks, y'all. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Ciao, y'all. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Views and opinions expressed are those of the host or their guests and are not necessarily those of Talk 1370 or Intercom Communication. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.